If we really believe that Catholic Christianity teaches the fullness of God's revealed truth about human life and salvation, in other words, my brothers and sisters, if we are truly consecrated in truth, as Jesus says in this gospel, his followers will be, then the most loving thing we can do for another human being is to witness to that truth and share it with them, respecting them as a person whether they accept that truth or reject it. This means that if we fail in this regard, if we fail to witness to the truth of the gospel and fail to share it with others, we are actually failing to love. We are failing to love our neighbor in the way that Jesus calls us to. I hope this makes sense to you this morning. If it does, thank God. Praise God. But please be aware of something. Be aware of the fact that many people in our modern world see things in precisely the opposite way. For them, being consecrated in the truth and witnessing to it is not an act of love. Rather, it's an act of hatred, and bigotry and intolerance, among other things. Case in point, what's gone on recently in Washington, D.C. at the Catholic University of America. Have you heard about this? It's been in the news a lot lately. A law professor, not from Catholic U, but from a nearby school, George Washington University, law professor there, has filed a complaint with the Office of Human Rights contending that the presence of crosses in all the classrooms of Catholic U, that this presence constitutes a human rights violation that prevents Muslim students from praying. Father Ray, you're kidding. No, I'm not. I wish I could say I were. In his rant, which incidentally goes on for some 60 pages, this law professor accuses Catholic U of acting, quote-unquote, probably with malice against Muslim students by putting this, quote-unquote, offensive Catholic imagery all over the school. Of course, no Muslim student at Catholic University has ever complained about any of this, but apparently that doesn't matter since a spokesperson for the Office of Human Rights said they are investigating this professor's complaint and that the inquiry could take up to six months. If they knew what they were doing in that office, it would take all of six seconds. So here we have a Catholic school that could be forced by the federal government to remove Catholic symbols from all of its buildings. I don't know about you, but that sounds a lot to me like the kind of thing that took place in Germany in the late 1930s and in Russia after 1917. Do you see why we pray so often at Sunday Mass for religious freedom in our country? This kind of stuff is going on. It's becoming more and more prevalent. When I read this story online the other day, I remembered an incident that I had spoken about in a homily I gave 
Way back in 1998, some of you might remember this. This incident took place at another Catholic school, Boston College, which at the time had removed crosses from their classrooms. Since then, I'm happy to say they've been restored, praise God. But at the time, they were down, they were gone. Dr. Peter Kraft, who taught philosophy at BC at the time, spoke about this incident in a talk I once heard him give. He said that in the early 1990s, he was teaching an evening class on world religions, and the class had 24 students in it. 22 of them were Catholic, one was Jewish, and one was a Muslim. The class lasted for three hours per evening that it was held, and it had a 20-minute break in the middle of it. If you ever had a class that goes on in college for three or four hours, you know you need a little break in the middle of it. Well, one evening during the break, Dr. Kraft was speaking with the Jew, the Muslim, and several of the Catholic students. Well, the Muslim happened to notice the faint outline of a cross on the front wall of the room. So he said to Dr. Kraft, was there ever a cross on that wall? Well, one of the Catholic students immediately spoke up and said, Oh yes, there used to be crucifixes in all the classrooms years ago, but we took them down. And he said it rather proudly. The Jewish young man said, You took them down? Why? The Catholic student said, Because we wanted to be ecumenical. The Jew said, who are you kidding? You took them down because the government wouldn't give you any money if you were a sectarian school. Well, I hope you got more than 30 pieces of silver from the government this time. The Muslim then chimed in and said, I do not understand this word ecumenical. Could someone please define it for me? Well, another Catholic student answered him, ecumenical means that we love everybody that we love everybody equally, and we don't want anyone to feel offended. The Muslim young man said, I see. Well, I must tell you that I am offended, greatly offended. You're telling me that you took down your crucifixes not to insult people like me, a Muslim, and my friend here, the Jew. Well, imagine for a moment that you came to my country, and enrolled in a Muslim university, knowing that it was a Muslim school. And when you came into the classroom, you saw quotations from the Quran written all over the walls. Would you be offended? The Catholic students replied, Oh no, not at all. The Muslim said, And why wouldn't you be offended? It's because you're not bigots, right? Only a bigot would be offended at that. And by the same token, only a bigot would be offended by a Catholic symbol in a Catholic school. So you see, by taking down that crucifix, in effect, you are calling me a bigot. I am highly insulted. The Jew said, so am I. The Muslim went on. He said to the Catholic students, do you really believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God? He said, yes. The Muslim said, I don't think you believe that at all. As a Muslim, of course, I don't. The Quran says that's a blasphemy. But we do have a very high regard for Jesus. 
He's one of the greatest prophets of all time. He performed miracles, he was virgin-born, and next to Muhammad, he's probably the greatest man who ever lived. Therefore, if we had pictures of him, which we don't, but if we did, we would never take them down. Not even if government soldiers came into the room and threatened us. We would be very happy to position our bodies in front of his pictures and die for his honor. And now you have taken him down voluntarily. I think that makes us better Christians than you are. Somebody needs to tell that story to that university professor, that law professor, and to the people at the Federal Office of Human Rights. I'll end my homily now in the way I began it, by saying that if we really and truly believe that Catholic Christianity teaches the fullness of God's revealed truth about human life and salvation, in other words, if we are truly consecrated in truth, as Jesus says in this gospel, his followers will be, then the most loving thing we can do for another human being is to witness to that truth and share it with them. Respecting them as a person, whether they accept the truth or whether they reject it, like some university professors do, professors who should know better.